0: NPCs, and it's time it to is. record a uh, episode here. Which, funny enough, <laughs> this is not an NPCs discuss. Uh, this is not a uh, this is not a news roundup or anything of the sort. Of course, you're watching this video here. Um, and of course, uh, if you're not listening to the video or watching the video, you are listening to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. But guess what? We are recording a special episode at least today because the day that this episode publishes which will be June 8th, uh, 2022, will be the three-year anniversary of the NPCs. Our first episode, of course, uh, Kyle actually was not involved with these until October, we found. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the first episode of the NPCs with myself, Kyle, who's, you know, he's next to me there on Discord, of course, but he's physically here in spirit where we started all of this. So, hi, Kyle. What's up? I see. I'm here. and Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, we started it here at my house, and we're recording. And um, the first episode got published on, yeah, June eighth, two 2019 on SoundCloud, because we didn't know where to publish any podcast whatsoever. And it wasn't until we tried to go publish the second episode of The NPCs with uh preston brandon and it was supposed to be dave but dave kept on just like disappearing i don't know where he kept running away to but he just we couldn't find him nobody could (laughs) find him and then it was just like okay well uh we tried to publish the second episode to soundcloud and it wouldn't take it it's like oh well you hit your allotted amount of time you can have for your free account now you need to pay and it's like we don't even know what's gonna happen here so i ended up finding our what has been officially now our platform anchor.fm and have been publishing episodes to that ever since. And I mean, it's just, it's funny to think about, it, especially Kyle is that yeah. I, even though you weren't there, like from the start, start, like right there in June of 2019, you know, it's us, it's just us now. And so, yeah. you know, we're the two longest running ones here, of course now. And, how do you feel after for you at least almost three years of doing this?
1: It doesn't feel like three years honestly uh i don't I don't know if there sometimes it feels longer than three years sometimes most of the time it feels not even three years um but i I think part of that was you know we had a giant global pandemic hit, and that interrupted us for you know a major amount of time and we We've shifted gears a few times, but I don't know. I I I still enjoy doing it and it it, it's still a blast and I don't know, it's one of the things I love.
0: (laughs) It it really is. It's it it's funny to think about a podcast, especially nowadays, because you are right. Like we when we started the podcast in twenty nineteen, obviously there we weren't in the midst of any sort of pandemic whatsoever. You know, there wasn't Mm -hmm. any sort of massive upheaval of society that, that, you know, uh, led to us creating this podcast out of simple, just like boredom or anything. It was an idea that Preston right. had and he reached out to me, reached out to a few other people. And that's where this came from. But you are right is that we did endure through the pandemic, uh, to a point, And we've experimented with a few things and tried some different stuff, um, over mm-hmm. the course of the last three years. Um, but you are right is that it? Is it really hasn't been a dull moment. It hasn't been a – it hasn't been uninteresting, I guess is the way to put it.
1: Yeah, definitely I, not. I was like, I
0: don't know what other word to use here. That's <laughs> the best one I think I got. Um, <laughs> but even with that part of it, though um, – I guess one of the funny things here I want to do, and of course I know it won't be in the actual podcast episode because people can't see it, but in the video here, people will be able to. And I know you will be able to because I'm using Discord to at least uh, catch your video, share my video here at the same time so we can both see each other still. But I have Mm -hmm. at least a a piece of NPC's history here in front of me, which is just funny, that I still have it. And this was created by Preston on the first day of our recording. Um, And it's this right here. I don't know if you can see that. It is going to be backwards here on the screen. <laughs> um, I wonder if I can actually flip my camera. Here oh, no. It, I, it was...
1: Settings. I could read it. Um, yeah. Let me see. It, it was It was fine.
0: Let me see here. I got to just try to find this thing here because I want to fix this video. Let's see. Just in the case. I video hate settings... Zelda. Yeah. So, I mean, if you could read it, okay, I know that people at home won't be able to necessarily read it when they're watching the video, but that's okay. So, yes, um, we got the first episode of the NPCs, which episode one is called It's Done, Jen. Uh, don't ask me why. I'm the one who came up with the names of the, the episodes. Um, but on that first episode, uh, the question was asked, why does Preston dislike Zelda? And we talked about Project Stadia as well, because, uh, Google Stadia was only announced, like, kind of in beta form, at least, or, or was going to be coming soon to beta. Stuff for E3 mm-hmm. was coming up, too. But, yeah, Preston had written this out, and he'd written out the good and the bad of uh, Zelda, and then for some reason literally wrote, I hate Zelda here, and then drew a martini glass for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> so this was this was from day one, this artifact of it.
1: Uh... You know,
0: and uh, it's just it's something that's been sitting around. I just I haven't had the heart to get rid of it yet. Because right. of this history of like what we've done to set things up here with this this podcast, and, right. and it's just it's funny because it kind of set the stage for everything that we did going forward up until probably about early twenty twenty one is when everything really shifted. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what I want to know, at least though from from you, Kyle, first, then I'll talk about a little bit of mine is. Um, you know, in the things that we've done in the podcast so far, what's one of the things that you feel you've uh, that, that you've enjoyed the most out of all of it? Like it, it, whether it's a moment that we had, whether it's a um, whether it's, um, you know, when we got that surprise contract with like Open Critic to do the podcast for them, um, whether it's uh, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a litany of things we've done. So I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, I don't know. The, the The surprise contract was was really cool. Um, taught I've us a lot. Always. What what's up?
0: That contract really taught us a lot, though.
1: Oh yeah, it, it did. Um, I mean, it it had its ups and downs, of course. Um, it was super stressful, but we we did learn a lot um, during that time, of yeah, course. Yeah, we did. Um, man. Uh, I've, I've always loved talking about the news. I mean, I remember early on when you first started talking, just the news blurbs and it was like, I wanted to interrupt so many times and, <laughs> and just like, oh yeah, we should, we should talk more about that. Cause I thought it was something, you know, interesting. And it was like, you know, the news was always so cool to me. Um, and, and I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm glad we, we evolved to, to continue to do that. Um, cause yeah, still to this day, I get excited, you know, when I wake up and on my phone, I, I see the news, you know, for gaming and I'm, I'm like, oh, we got a report on this. This is going to be something cool to talk about. That's, Um,
0: that's a big one, especially. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I, I have a lot of the, the just wacky memories, you know, that, that we've created, like the, the, the songbird, uh oh discussion God. and I was, yeah, well, I was gonna
0: bring that one up too because that yeah. That hurt to actually discuss. That was it. it that did, was painful.
1: But man, looking back on it <laughs> <laughs> it I mean was the so fact that funny.
0: the fact that Songbird came up in one of our discussions recently between you and I outside of recording because I think it's the Bioshock collection. It was a free one on the Epic Game Store, and yeah. we started talking about Songbird there. So I had you drop a message to Preston about Songbird, and it, it was just it was great to just think about how chaotic that um, that yeah, discussion. All was. it was
1: was just f Songbird, and I was just like, oh man, I, I just want to get a rise <laughs> out of it because yeah, it was. You know, oh, looking back, great. some of the some of the stuff we discussed, and like, you know, we 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 had a lot of really smart discussions about why we felt things deserve those positions when we when we did the lists. But um, I don't know it it just the the lists they they were fun, but it I don't know for me it just it was hard to to kind of continue to do them because it. at at a point it's like well some of the lists kind of became the same for me and i don't know i i'm kind of glad we we've changed and we always like to change even more still so (laughs) no kidding
0: no and that's you know it's funny that you say that and we can come back around onto those list things here in in just a minute uh because you're absolutely right you know that we um oh god we had uh I would say the litany of discussions that we did end up actually having through the course of, I, I would say, all of our weekly topic episodes. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, like, a lot of that stuff got me thinking a lot more about um, analyzing games deeper than I had been at some points in time, like really kind of looking at more of the depth of some games that maybe I hadn't previously. Oh, uh, yeah. So doing a lot of that actually kind of helped to open my eyes, but... uh I would say some of the, I, I think one of the big ones that really sticks with me to this point in time, and it's it still just cracks me up when I think about it. Sometimes, is the fact that we got Preston so wound up with Untitled Goose Game. Oh man! And we just it didn't stop. Oh. Like our yeah. our joking about Untitled Goose Game got to the point that I wanted to go out and look for a plushy, um, like a plushy white goose, and put mm. a put a voice box in it that did the actual Untitled Goose Game honk and put it on a sensor. So, like, uh, you remember how the Furbies used to have that sensor when you'd walk in front of it, then it would actually, like, move around the little IR sensor? I wanted to do that so when Preston would come over and sit on the couch uh, and, like, pass by it, he'd see it, but then it would honk at him. Yeah. I really wanted to do that to him to screw with him. That's one of the big ones. And then, of course, the... The game that I never expected to ever learn about in my life, and then, of course, I did, was Plumbers Who Don't Wear... Or was it Plumbers Don't Wear Ties?
1: Yeah, Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. Yeah, oh, and geez. then... What was it? The, the KFC uh, what... Boyfriend game?
0: Oh, my God, yeah. When we brought in uh, Brittany there, and we were talking about <laughs> yeah. games, and yeah, she was talking about... Um, yeah, she was talking about that the KFC Dating Sim game. Yeah. that's That was... I mean... I knew the game existed, but the the depth though that we went into, especially reading some of those reviews, was uh, a little more obscene than we probably should have gotten. And at the same time, I uh, I, I don't know. I, I we just it definitely went down a rabbit hole that I didn't expect it to go down. But hey, yeah. here we are. Yeah. So uh, I would say like oh, I was a big one, but like you touched on that with the news that that's something that's always been with me though for mm-hmm. a long time now. Because, and I think I've made mention of this before in several episodes, but um, I, back in the early or the late 2000s, um, I tried to do my own video game reviews on YouTube. Mm -hmm. The videos are still up. Um, And I tried to figure out my own niche for doing things there, and I started to look at doing my own news publishing. But at the same time, I was in college, and I was also working for the newspaper at the college, too, and... Uh, you know, I couldn't dedicate a lot of time to it. I, it fell off to the wayside, but right over that time period of being in college, even all the way through now, I listened to a lot of NPR and listening to those news discussion shows more so like one a and on point, those really drove a lot of the ideas I had for what type of discussions I wanted to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but our format at that point in time with the lists, didn't necessarily allow us to do stuff like that we could debate we could go back and forth on where things should be at and then preston had his uh had his uh weighted metrics that he used to basically build out where our list was at depending on how we we voted um Mm -hmm. but it didn't allow for that same type of in-depth discussion that I wanted to have, which we do now with the discuss episodes, which to be perfectly honest, that's all we publish anymore are the discuss episodes and then the audio from the VOD for the news roundup. Right. Yeah. Um, but no, those lists definitely, it's like it it required a lot of homework out of us. It felt like it was just a lot of heavy lifting to try to get some of that figured out, especially with like, I know you guys play a lot of video games. I I was so far out of the video game scene that I was playing a couple things, but not as much as you guys had played.
1: Yeah. I don't know at, at times. Um, and I'll admit there were times that, that I tried to shoot from the hip, uh, as, as they say, um, uh, like going into a discussion and it almost never worked. Cause it was like, you know, I, I really wanted to, you know, have a, a strong argument for a character and, uh, because i i hadn't prepared for you know on that night for the the discussion i i maybe not didn't have a, as uh, strong of an argument that i could have um and yeah I, I feel i feel you on the heavy lifting side uh in that aspect but i don't know it it was still kind of fun but I, I i feel like at at the time too i was seeing a lot of popularity out of other list uh shows like you know with with, like, what culture and, uh, some of the other ones. And I, I, I was, uh, seeing, you know, their popularity and the, the, the you know, their format. And I, I didn't know if, you know, we quite matched, you know, what, what they were. But to the same effect, we were also having way stronger discussions than what they brought up.
0: True. Because they would build and up it, those lists and then they would, um, Oh, what is it? They would just build out the list and then they would provide some details, then move on. It would be like quick, like couple minute lists. That was it.
1: And then at a cruel irony, there were a few weeks that, you know, very similar lists would pop up, you know, after we had done lists. But I'm sure it was nothing but, you know, ironic. Oh,
0: yeah. but. Oh yeah, that yeah, like that that's what I was going to mention too was IGN lists just like look at the top yeah. weapons here it's and like Preston would immediately drop a message as soon as that it's like IGN ripped us off and we'd like compare the list and be like Some relatively of our lists close. we were,
1: were pretty close. So I mean yeah. if nothing else we were we were on point. We were on point.
0: <laughs> no kidding. It's just funny to think about like that 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 happened. But I mean it wasn't even necessarily that we were on point though with it either. It's just that out of all the popular games that are out there, anywhere at least out of all the games that are out there, the weapons you're going to remember are those from the popular series, uh, right. like really like the the blades of chaos from God of War or the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. Those are the ones that are really going to stick around in people's memory because those are from the more popular games, uh, right? You know that's going to be that's going to happen. But again, just yeah, the 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 level of closeness, I don't know maybe if that's the right word either. I'm not an English major, but the level of closeness though, that there was between those, our list and IGN was just funny. Yeah. Especially because we published first and then IGN dropped theirs. And it's like, are we being ripped off here or something? IGN, you <laughs> right? need to cut us a check. So. Is someone actually listening out there that
1: that needs to be talking to us? <laughs>
0: yeah. That's, that's really what that is. Um, so it's, it was a chore to build that, and we but it definitely did offer a lot more discussion that I think led us to where we analyzed the games more for what was within them and and more of the the mm-hmm. nitty gritty and granular details than just like, oh, this is the best game ever because just these two things no, it was definitely a lot more emphasis on on the, the heart and soul of a game to really rank it where we need, like where we felt like it should have been at in those lists.
1: Oh yeah. And I, I, I definitely, um, a- after, you know, doing the lists and stuff there, there, there's definitely a, some sort of level of, you know, analytical thinking of, of, you know, why a character does, you know, what they do or, you know, how they are or who they are or why they are, you know, who they are. Um, in the game, uh, just, just because of those lists, like even more so than I, I did before I, I tend to piece it apart, I think.
0: Yeah. And that's, that was one of those that I like that I had, uh, kind of done like prior to, but I, I really changed my tone on a lot of stuff, especially as we went on. Cause I, I mean, the formats of our episodes really kind of changed where we had discussion episodes, um, You know, right off the, uh, like right off the bat, we talk about uh, just, or or just the whole episode was just us talking about video game stuff in general. And then we do like Mm -hmm. the whole kind of like top 10 list sort of thing. And then we split it off to what are you playing and the uh, top 10, whatever. And then you and I started doing the news separate uh, because that segment in there wasn't really popular with Preston and Dan. uh, So we took that separate to being the live stream. Um, And then in really, I mean, it was last year, 2021 is when everything shifted even more, because we brought up some ideas about uh, some adjustments, some changes to maybe just include, not necessarily to pull away from anything. And then that was where um, we kind of decided, or at least it was it was kind of mutually decided there that Preston had an idea for other stuff than what we had an idea for. And Uh, Preston went off to do his own thing, which as far as I know, he's still publishing videos though of, um, his own reviews of games and his own Mm -hmm. take on what he would change about them. while we continued on with the podcast.
1: Yeah. And I mean, some of his, uh, second take, uh, or I, I, I think it's second take or take two or take two I is the name of his
0: his channel but I think it's yeah. like... yeah you're right it's like second take second opinion so it's like that's what he called the yeah the video so,
1: some of those they they do bring up some really really good uh, bullet points that that are worth checking out mm-hmm.
0: so yeah especially um, I, I think it's the amount of time that he actually takes uh, that he yeah, takes to think about what these adjustments are and it's not just shooting stuff you know um, just right out there and just saying, Oh, change this, change that. He actually provides pretty good, like really good analytics into where these changes are coming from and what type of uh, benefit you actually gain from having some of those adjustments. Uh, Right. So they are good. I just don't know how long it's been since he published one. So even with that, he went off and did that. And then it's just been you and I doing what we've been doing now so far, which we got away from talking about what games we're playing. And I think we'll, celebrate, of course, this third anniversary by getting into some of that here in a little bit. Uh, But we also, um, you know, we opened up the idea of the discuss, the Mm -hmm. idea of taking a particular topic in the video game world and dissecting it down, looking at the history of it and looking at what's happening with it as it builds up to now and what it could be looking like in the future. And that is where some of that NPR-type programming that I enjoy and listen to on a daily basis kind of started to play into it with the the design and uh, notes and details that we put into those types of discussions.
1: See, and for, for a good many years, um, I had listened to NPR on, on the radio uh, just when I had FM. And Fortunately the vehicle that I have now has xm in it um that i i i think my parents still pay for so i mean it's their vehicle but, forget npr um, listen to
0: howard stern
1: 24/7 right yeah no i i, I listen to just a, a a rock channel that plays you know more more modern stuff but uh or a good blend but you know prior to that it it was all npr and yeah i, I, I i've really I've really enjoyed moving towards that format of the discussion, especially because we try and stay on a lot of the hot button, uh, topics with, you know, the, the, uh, uh NFTs and, um, some of like the DRM stuff that's happened recently and just some of the craziness that, that's gone down, especially like with game streaming. I mean, we, we've always, uh, tried to stay relatively on top of if not you know a week or two behind uh but always with you know the the good information on it
0: yeah like i I, looking at some of our discuss uh episodes here i'm going through uh the podcast episodes right now it's like we talked about online only stuff video game preservation live service games cheating and hacking pc gaming on the go uh next gen hidden costs uh, consoles, the next home PC, which is one of our more popular ones that we've done. Um, yeah, exactly. Is that we've, we've really taken the time to not necessarily hit like the hot button issues, um, hardcore, like we're, we're for or against this, or we, uh, we, we hate what they're doing or we, or we love what they're doing. We, I feel like we find ourselves some good balance in things that are good and things that are bad about some of these, these topics that we do get into. We're not very, we're not very um, partisan, I guess, on the subjects that come up. Right. Although, except we do kind of have an affinity for Xbox Game Pass. If you go back and listen to a lot of that, but, <laughs> I mean.
1: But is it? Yeah, not, I mean, we, we, we wrong, could easily guess, be, but, be supported by Microsoft, and that that wouldn't be an issue. But I mean, it, it that all has to do with value and the fact that you know it, it's just been there for us since you know, before it was Game Pass, and then it it evolved into that. So it was like the the benefit just kept growing as it, as it went along.
0: Exactly. And that's just, as we've moved on in doing all of our different discussions, we effectively have been paying for Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate the entire time. And it's, yeah, it's very, you know, it, it's very understood that that's just what we... You know, what we spend a lot of time pulling our games from and doing. It's not to say that we're not buying games. It's just it's, yeah, it's just what we're spending a lot of our time on. So right. Um, but needless to say, uh, it looks like you were going to say something
1: though. Oh no, I I, I had a thought, but I, I didn't know that I was going to necessarily say anything. But really and truly, I mean, I I do pay for other online memberships. I, I pay for PlayStation Plus, just the the basic what it would be now. Or, you know, the essential. Um, but I still get my free games from PlayStation. I, I pay for my Nintendo online membership. It's just the reason I talk about Xbox a lot is because it offers me such great benefit. I mean, it's got that cycling catalog of games that I may not touch very often, but when I do, I can hit it hard and I'm still playing new stuff. So And there's Kyle proving the point. <laughs> yeah, I I'm off the soapbox now, I promise. Oh, uh, as we kick that soapbox
0: away and and it shatters into a million pieces. Yeah. Um so I guess what's interesting though too is some of the other things that like you know that we were doing but we haven't done though with the podcast itself that we kind of were working towards and then things just kind of happened, like got in the way. Like uh I guess a couple of good examples is that um, it's like video game reviews. You know, we were trying to do videos for that. I know you haven't made one before, but that's mm-hmm. whatever. Um, we have like doing game streams. You know, we tried to do some of those and uh, the sometimes the coordination and effort to get a stream up and running, especially like, with a busy life. Or the life. failure
1: of my internet.
0: <laughs> or yeah, your internet that continuously dies. Um, yeah. We've also got, uh, like I tried to do the quick save episodes here at the beginning of this year, which were supposed to be um, you know, five to eight minute videos that were summarizing the news from those past couple days, uh, just trying to make some sort of just like quick, easy, digestible video there for YouTube. Um, and those, you know, those did well, but then I, I ran into some personal issues and some distractions that wouldn't let me like focus enough to sit down to keep working on them. And I keep wanting to come back to do more of the quick saves, but, There's also part of me, too, that I I don't know. I just haven't found the right, I guess, part of it motivation. The other part of it is, um, I I guess, differences that I can introduce there besides what I had been doing originally. Right. You know, Uh, I think a lot of inspiration from things like uh, uh, TechLinked from uh, Linus Media Group. Uh, They are one example, of course, for the news blurbs, though. Um, Mm -hmm. So... That's why it's like I, I just – that kind of fell off the wagon too. Um, but we did mention it earlier though anyway is that, of course, one of the interesting things we had, especially last year, is we had that contract with Open Critic uh, to make a podcast for them. And they reached out to us to do. And that kind of opened up our eyes into not only the commercialized part of it because we were – um, it was a contract there was revenue being made from it at least for you know we were being paid for our services to make it um but it definitely opened our eyes to more of like the the somewhat corporate side of it just because of the deadlines, the expectations on format the um the intro and outro stuff we had to record too the things we had to also include mm-hmm. uh it definitely was it definitely ate into a lot of our time because we had those deadlines we had to meet. And sometimes we actually just hit the deadline to turn something in because we have other things we have to worry about in our lives too. Right. Yeah. Needless to say, I mean, it was a good experience. We learned a lot from it though. And it was what kind of gave me the idea to go along with doing the quick saves. Um, But yeah, it's just, Damn, it's just time. It's just when you're so busy doing so many other things. You got family, work, and, and and all these other things to worry about. Plus, then trying to just have leisure time, you know, to play the right. video games. You want to talk about? Just kind of eats into you a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I know. You know, of course, having to work the the five days a week. You know, on my end, I know you work five days as well, but my days are separated unfortunately and they're kind of weird times so it it makes it a little bit more difficult you know to to coordinate certain certain aspects of the podcast and make stuff happen but you know with other limitations than interrupting it then it, stuff falls on the wayside unfortunately
0: oh yeah and that that's just kind of life though anyway is yeah. Uh, you know, like, like we had talked about there kind of at the beginning is that the podcast endured through the pandemic, the podcast pushed through, you know, and, and we kept making content. We figured out ways to make it work. Was it frustrating to make it work? Yeah, because especially like trying to edit the audio from everybody else's recordings was kind of a pain sometimes because you got to listen out for that, uh, background noise to try to clear up and mm-hmm. you, you do your best to adjust and it's a sometimes a nightmare that you would spend hours trying to actually clean up this audio, and you do it week after week after week. It just kind of kicked the crap out of you. Um, So needless to say, it's like there were some things that were a drag during the pandemic. But the fact that we were able to at least kind of, you know, for, um, you know, that we were able to at least move forward still and come up with a couple new things, I feel at least Mm -hmm. means that we were successful and we've still been successful. At least in my mind, we have been you know, we've been successful to this day.
1: I think so. Um, you know, and though our, our viewership may have only grown slightly, um, in the last, you know, couple years, I, I still feel like the fact that we've still been able to, to generate new topics and been able to successfully, you know, create a a decently long discussion that that's meaningful and put out content that, that we feel is, is meaningful to us. Um, that, that I, I think other people should listen to because I, I have an opinion on it and, you know, it, I, I think my input should be heard too, uh, on some of the, the, the topics we, we talk about, you know, um, but I don't know. (laughs) I,
0: I think you pretty well summed it up there. I don't think there's really much else to add, right? I mean, we've. I think that with what we've done so far, I think there's some things that we want to evolve to really do more of. Um, it's just it is the time. It is the time and, and dedication to try to do that. I mean, right? You know, we we set aside time in the week to do the the podcast and the the news know, through the week and try to make sure that we have the time. So, I mean, we play games literally almost every night. I think, I think maybe one or two nights a week, you and I are not playing games together, but every other right. night you and I are playing games. But even with that, it's um, yeah. I mean, things are still getting done. We're still learning a lot of stuff, but wow. Just a lot happening that, uh, you know, doesn't let you prepare sometimes to be able to go the next step. Um, you know what? That's okay. That happens.
1: Eh, it, it happens, but you know, like I said, we we still, I, I I feel like we we still put out that content that that's up to the minute, you know. Like, and I I know I go back to it a lot with like the F uh, NFTs and the streaming and stuff, but you know, we try and stay on top of that, and I I feel like putting out that information, um, and having another outlet, you know, of another opinion, it, it is. Is good, you know? And not only that, it's just kind of fun for us. It it gives us something to do and it's an outlet for for us to express uh, the the things we enjoy. Exactly. That that's the that's where
0: I get my enjoyment out of it, is that I can we can talk about a topic of some type here and we can do a little bit of research because we may have some of the experience on the topic already going into it, especially you, Kyle, with um, with having worked at GameStop and seeing a lot of things behind the scenes. I just, mm-hmm. th- the ADHD just lets me absorb a lot and I, sometimes that ends up being a burden. Um, But needless to say, you know, I, even with where we're at right now and what has been going on, I feel like we've done a, a decent job and that, um, we both are definitely more cognizant of things out there in the industry that someone just reading Video Games Chronicle or Kotaku or seeing something on Twitter, uh, may not fully, uh, you know, uh, may not fully understand or realize they read the news and they're like, oh, that's, you know, that happens. That's, that's, that's understood or, oh, that's terrible. Okay. Um, but I think we've done enough, though, that—and this is kind of patting ourselves on the back or tooting our own horn here—but I, I feel like we're we're better at analyzing and looking at that data and information.
1: Yeah, and we've definitely grown a lot in, in that area of, you know, gathering the, the right information, I feel like. Yeah,
0: that's—I I don't think we've really ever hit a point where the information we gather has even been, like, bad information— Um, you know, it's just, it's been sometimes a little misguided depending on where we pull things from, but it doesn't mean it's like wrong. It just means that we have to add in additional stuff. You know, our research went far, but not far enough to get all the information we wanted, but you know what? Screw it. That's okay. (laughs) We're good. Um, of course, now that we are getting into our effectively our fourth year, um, what do you want to do different, though? Have you put any thought in anything you want to try to do different? Is there anything you want to maybe uh, give a shot on? I mean, it's, I know I'm putting you here on the spot, so forgive oh, me for man. that part. Yeah,
1: but. I mean, th- there's always stuff that we, we talk about trying to to accomplish and trying to do. And, you know, every year we, we get a little closer, I feel like, um, or we, we take another step in that direction, you know, especially with like when we've done our live streams or, you know, our, our co-streams and stuff and, um, just playing, playing games and, and trying to, uh, have discussions while, while doing the gaming as well. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I always say I'd like to do more of it. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm going to say that, but I feel like that that's just another outlet so we can get our voice out there, but also while we're getting to do more of what we enjoy. (laughs) <laughs> bada bing bada boom dude that's that pretty much is it
0: dude huh yeah that's what it, that's that's exactly it that's the thing that like i appreciate about it is we can get out there and do that uh but i guess before we transition over here to kind of going back to you know some of the stuff we used to do there especially with uh um talking about what we've been playing in that too because i know we got ourselves a laundry list of that would you like to know something interesting here kyle
1: about What's
0: that? how, like, what we've been doing here. Um, so in our podcast itself, I actually had to go download the, the statistics here for this, um, because there's no just accurate count I can, or a, just a number I can find. Um, mm-hmm. in the course of these three years, granted, it hasn't been weekly, you know, we, we've tried our best to put out a couple episodes every week or uh, an episode a week. Um, based on the current tally from anchor.fm, we are sitting at. Um, as of this episode, uh, when this goes live, if these numbers are right, this will be our 180th episode. Holy cow. 180 episodes. Yeah. That's pretty big, especially. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's funny. It's like 180 episodes have been created and you think it's like, that, that's, 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 Taking the news into account, in some cases, not every VOD for the news was converted to, um, to uh, to a podcast. You know, to a uh, right for something to just listen to. Um, but there were quite a few out there, and then even if you tally up all of the news live streams we did that weren't either. Uh, I mean that that's a lot of time for us to dedicate to doing stuff like this. You know, just for recording. That's not the editing. That's not the publishing. That's not the preparing. Anything right. like that. So. Not only is this the three-year anniversary, but it's also the 180th episode. Crazy. Or at least 180th published episode,
1: yeah. There are critically acclaimed sitcoms that don't even last 180 episodes, so awesome to us. We just need more people to listen to us still, though, too. Right. (laughs) Right. Talk tell your you. friends tell your
0: mom tell your mom's friends tell your mom yeah tell your mom's friends but then the video games well i take that back there are a lot of millennials out there who are parents now so we might actually yeah. be okay we might be able to hit that demographic so <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh well i guess uh let's you know what let's use this opportunity actually to go ahead and jump in to basically what we consider our classic format on some of this anyway um you know let's uh let's get into uh what we used to um you know what we used to do here especially with uh the podcast itself is talk about our what do you play and you know talk about the the stuff we have uh the stuff we have going and uh it's just it's it's funny to think about dude like that like i like before we get into talking about like the games we have been playing i know we that you've got a laundry list, you're ready to go through. Just uh, I see oh, the yeah. scroll like mentally unrolling in your head right now of all the things. Oh my! But we don't need to God. cover. Oh, we don't need to cover months. We can obviously just talk about more of the recent
1: stuff. Oh yeah, no, I'm only going to cover the the bases, but there's still like a lot of bases. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. Uh, but
0: what I want to say at least about this is that before the podcast itself started. I hadn't really spent a lot of time buying or playing a ton of games. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I ended up actually spending time playing was just the same stuff over and over again. I spent a lot of time in PUBG and, uh, and Counter-Strike and um, I guess just not even necessarily free-to-play games per se, but I didn't play a lot of games that had story. Something had changed when I went into PC gaming that just kind of pulled me away from that. And so I was playing a lot mm-hmm. more of just your your shooter multiplayer games. I wasn't doing a lot of that, but since actually you know doing the podcast, it brought me back into doing a lot more of that stuff. Like things like beating Titanfall two, finally Link's Awakening, uh, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, I mean, th- those are at least the three I can name off the top of my head. But th- those are at least a couple I could make mention of because it's like those are game; those are store at least they have a story to them. They are games that. Um, sure. Granted Titan is a shooter with multiplayer, but it's a story I'd never played. So it was interesting mm-hmm. to go back and, you know, live up to, you know, or at least be able to play some of those and feel like I could contribute in some way too. So that was nice. Um, right. But yeah, of course now let's. I wanted to make mention of that. I should have made mention of it before we started getting into this anyway, my bad. Uh, but, um, start us off then Kyle, tell me. What have you been playing?
1: Oh, man. What have I been playing? So, um, I, I have to mention it because I, I did play it a little bit today. Um, played some Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, I'm only about a quarter way through that game, I feel like. I thought you would have had it beat it, by now.
0: I would have thought it's all those, so, too. It's all those damn Lego sets and Gundam sets. and Yeah, uh, I know. And, and, of course,
1: you know, I've got one else in the background just, like, in. Im- Pieces right now because i've got one bag of legos going for a set uh but yeah uh i don't know it's it it feels awful samey like the world is really interesting uh a lot of the stuff that happens in the world and in the environment it's realistic and then when it's not realistic it's really cool um when when you see like the first time you see the uh um 100 100 yokai parade or the the parade of 100 demons or whatever it's so awesome when it when it goes through the street you know the sky is dark and everything but you know the the subtle nuances kind of wear off after a while and it just becomes very fetch questy and unless you're sticking to the main story and not doing a bunch of the fetch quests which um at some point coming up is going to become very necessary to just do fetch quests over and over to progress the storyline um it, it gets really samey and kind of boring but the world stays interesting i mean it, it it's tokyo and and that's really cool but there there are some limitations as well like there are only certain stairwells you can climb or you know certain areas you can go into and of course you know there's this miasma that that surrounded the city that If you if you wander outside into the miasma outside of the areas that you've so-called cleansed, um, then then you pretty much instantly die um, until you've cleansed those areas. And I I have a feeling that once you get to a certain point, the miasma is always going to just be around you just to kind of keep you in that certain area of Tokyo. But I, I still enjoy it. It's still fun. Um, graphically it's really pretty, but yeah, I I don't know. I, it, it, it's one of those ones that it's real easy to pick up and play only in bits and pieces because it gets samey really quick.
0: Well, that's interesting though, like that you talk about like realism and there's, there was so much that had stuck out about the potential for realism in that game when all of the different trailers came out for. Mm-hmm. ghostwire. And then when you started playing it, like cuz I hadn't watched any footage of it uh after it was released. I didn't watch any reviews or anything, but you had streamed it to me through Discord and I watched you play it a bit there before we did something else. And I can understand a little bit of the realism, but there wasn't enough that stuck out that made me think that at least that really kind of put me into that same spot for realism though. Like it like there there Obviously, of course, there were the aesthetics of what you'd expect to see in Japan, like mm-hmm. like the 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 design of the environment, uh, from the way the buildings are to the smaller, minute details. When it comes to you know, like the shoe racks in a building, or the umbrella holders, or the the um, uh, the bicycle stands, those types of right. things, you know, definitely add to it, but. The way that some of the ghosts are presented in there, and then of course a lot of the magic that goes to, uh, or your or your 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 ability, I guess I don't know if I want to call it magic. I guess yeah, but it really I don't know where the realism part is necessarily in the rest of it, it unless it's, it's just the environment as a whole, it's save for the, the environment. Ghost parts. Yeah,
1: okay. Just just the uh, the care that they've taken into uh, making the environment seem realistic. I guess, you know, it, it it has the, the subtle nuances that definitely would make it a Japanese environment. And, you know, you wouldn't see it in like any other environment. Like if you were to put someone in a place, you know on a street or whatever they'd be like if there weren't any signs or anything around they'd be like i'm definitely in japan you know and you you get that feeling you know the tight spaces like you said the shoe racks the the bicycle stands it it feels very japan but you know other than that you know some of the reflections are really cool i don't know if they're necessarily realistic um because they, they do rely on that, maybe that hyper realism that, that makes it look fake. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, RTX, it, it, it does that thing. Uh, it, RTX. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it's computer graphics in general. I know, you know, I know they, it is. they try and do so much to, to make things look re- realistic, and you go to a certain point and you've done too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's. That sometimes ends up being the downfall is that you spent so much time on the realism part, it's like the gameplay can potentially suffer.
1: Yeah. But I mean, at least I in Ghostwire. Right? To... What what's up?
0: The, the the actual gameplay hasn't really suffered though in Ghostwire just
1: because of oh, the, no. because it, of the focus on it the realism. It runs smooth. Um the, the gameplay's fun. Um I I don't know. Sometimes it can be a bit slow, I would say. Um, even in the combat, just because you're you're so limited to it those particular abilities and, and bow and arrow and running. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it's like you, you have idea. these like crazy magic powers, but you know, the, the craziness is only, only goes so far.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's, and that's fair. Uh, but like you can jump off a 30 story building, but you can't fly up it without the help of a yokai. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and all I see in my head is, like, when you talk about yokai, all I think of is just, like, yokai Watch and one of those little, the little Pokemon-type ghosts that's in there, you know, and it's like, that's what oh, you're interacting with instead, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, geez. So, but besides that, though, I mean, you said you're, like, what, a quarter of the way through, you think, in the game?
1: Probably, yeah. Okay. Maybe closer to a third, but um, it, it gets sloggy for me. Like, I, I know it's not that long of a game, Um, and I... I've probably put way more time than necessary into it, just wandering around because the environment's cool. But I mean, the the combat there there's not a lot to the enemies. You, you, there's a lot of the same like five enemies around that I fought all the time over and over. Their tactics never change. Um, if once you get pretty decent at sneaking, you can sneak sneak up on I'd say eighty percent of the enemies and just expel them right away. Oh okay, yeah,
0: that's wow. Okay, but even so, I mean, outside of that slog, really, that is you know some of the grindy parts of it, though, it's still enjoyable, right?
1: Oh yeah, no it the the story is 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 really interesting. Um, of course, the lore is on point, uh, especially for all the yokai and stuff. They they nailed it. Um, Good. I'm fairly certain you know they're they're really weren't too many because it I'm trying to remember who it was published by uh that was Bethesda um so I mean it's not like they have a huge Japanese studio um I mean Tango Gameworks but it, it, are they based out of Japan or that's a good I question know. I can't remember yeah I I don't know whatever the case is their 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 lore on the Okai and stuff is on point um, you, you get to um see a lot of yokai that you would see in like anime or you know um just hear about crazy legends or something about in if you read you know history books that it had involved yokai mm-hmm. um that it it's just really cool seeing them because they they illustrate them just how they would have been illustrated in you know 16th century um depictions of them.
0: Yeah, and there—that's okay. That definitely helps with the grounding and realism. Again, I still imagine just yeah. a, a ghost Pokemon yokai from Yokai Watch, whatever, still like just following you around, or that's what you're kicking the crap out of. So I can't help it though. Yeah, because that's—it's just because you say yokai. I know what I know. Yokai in Japanese yeah, it's, is it's ghost,
1: a, but it's Japanese demon. Yeah, yeah. Or it's still—it's
0: just—it's—it's it's just funny that it's just that's stuck in my head. I, I forgive me
1: internet for
0: that <laughs> that just happens
1: but yeah I mean uh other than Ghostwire I mean uh, I, here recently I've played actually very little of that it just happened to be that I played it for like two hours today um <laughs> there you go I've been playing a, a lot of arcade games um I picked up Dragon Ball Z. um I suck at that now <laughs> same with Street Fighter and Ultimate Marvel vs Capcom are you playing Street I, Fighter I've, I've been is it five uh, I'm else? actually playing Ultimate Street Fighter Four. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I, yeah, I'm waiting for another sale on Street Fighter Five, and they just had another um, season launch not that long ago. And I know they they had the announcement trailer for Six and everything, but I'll wait till the final version of Five is out that has all the characters, you know, uh, before I decide to actually pick that one up. I think. <laughs> okay. Um. The the one game that I've been having the the most fun with the arcade still I, I guess there's two um, so one of them uh, of course is a fighting game Soul Calibur 6 um, played tons of it went through all the ca- store uh, character stories um, except for the few that you have to un- unlock the uh, the last bits through the, the libre of souls or whatever mm-hmm. um, but it's basically your own character creation and story mode for your own character um having tons of fun with it again though i i've probably put 150 hours on that on the xbox uh one and i'll probably put another 150 hours on it i'm and playing with the arcade stick it it just brings a whole new life to the game um i feel like I'm, i'm doing the combos a lot better which is something that i feel felt like i was doing worse on with street fighter and marvel and dragon ball um but yeah, I am I was just having a blast with that one. And the other one, I'm actually on the final boss fight for, and it's not an arcade stick game. And it being on the final boss fight for sure makes note of that is uh, Trek to Yomi. Yeah. Excellent game. Um, I I, I like, I, I probably put, I, I, I'd say almost double the time. Uh, probably half again as much as it takes to beat the game. In the game, um, I I had a slow start on it, um, especially yeah. you know learning the timing to the parry and stuff. And granted, I after a while, I I did start sticking to to one combo over and over again. But as far as the story goes and the gameplay, even even though that the gameplay is somewhat repetitive, it's just really fun and it, it's definitely unique. They they created you know a really cool story about. A samurai that that would be you know almost like a, in a Kura Kura or Sawa film, and they, oh, they yeah. stay true to the style all the way through. Oh yeah.
0: And how many hours do you have in that again?
1: Oh man, um, I know let we talked about that before quick, too, but you probably I, put I've more time into
0: up. it than I last recall. Because I just looked at mine, oh, and shoot, I've only it, got like just under an hour in there so far. But I agree with you; it's definitely very.
1: The challenge where, is great where do you in it. Check the uh, game. Time I actually had that. to
0: go. I actually had to go in the Xbox app on my phone, and oh, bring up okay. Trek to Yomi here in my achievements, and then there's a option here called Stats that says time played, and I'm at 43 minutes.
1: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So, it, and that's in the Game Pass app or the no? That's Xbox just the regular app. Xbox app. Uh, okay. But no, you're right. It's uh, like yeah.
0: Um, it's like Ghost of Tsushima was you know a great game. And that uh, really, like, that kind of set the precedent for some of these other games coming out. Now, granted, uh, Trek to Yomi isn't a clone of Ghost of Tsushima, but it's in the same time period. It follows, it's not even, like, a similar pattern to the game. I mean, it's not open world like Ghost of Tsushima is, but it... The way the narrative is built out really falls in line with each other. It feels like they did their best to stay true to the lore and to the history of feudal Japan. Uh, mm-hmm. But of course, with being in the side scroller type view, you know, you it is it is 3D in that in a sense of the way the animation is, but it's still side scrolling. You can't just go and adventure everywhere. But the the side characters are good. I like the the little bits of story that you get. Um, the, the sword plays really good too. It is a little bit of a frustration to actually sometimes get those combos down. I think it might just be my own fault cause I'm not fast enough and that's why I have problems with souls games. Uh, but no, I like the art style. I like the direction the story's going. It's a very generic story when it comes to, uh, something like this, like, like it really does pan out to be like some sort of generic story, but even so it's still enjoyable. Like I, I, for the little bit of time I put into it, I love it.
1: Oh yeah, no, I've, I've definitely been loving it so far. Um, it actually does not say, I tried to pull it up on here. Um, and it it's not telling me how much time I've put into it. I don't know if it's because I'm playing it on PC or what. Um, but it's a good question. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I, I I don't know why, but it, it does not seem. I'm trying to scroll down through to see if maybe if I select. I got AMA. I've got it
0: for you, Kyle. I found it for you.
1: Oh, did you? I have
0: your stats. You ready? Yeah. So remember, I said I've played 43 minutes. You've played 20 hours and 53 minutes.
1: Oh, okay. So I'm I'm probably about seven hours past what what it actually takes to beat the game, and you've gotten 11 um, of 28 achievements. Yeah. I've very short on the achievements. And like I said, I'm on I'm on the final boss fight. So but the final boss is god, what a B, I'll tell you what. Um you take like three hits and you're down at least on the mode I'm playing in. Uh cuz I am playing on the the most difficult mode you can play on um until you unlock the absolute most difficult mode. Um but I, I, I tend to do that just because if I play a game on normal, I feel like I run through them and I don't necessarily enjoy them or get as much out of them. But maybe that's just me. Yeah, I, I um, can't
0: do those higher difficulties because I want to enjoy the game first and I feel like a higher mm-hmm. difficulty that's just forcing me to, you know... uh Play through something that I've never played before, like that. At least you know I don't know exactly what the difficulty is going to be like going into it. Sure, it's going to say hard, but what is the definition of hard in something like this? Whereas, like right. in a shooter, I could kind of put that together, but I don't have a game to compare to Trek to Yomi to be able to say, okay, the hard, uh, like the the hard difficulty is going to be like this.
1: Oh yeah, and I I can honestly say, um. Where you're at now, in comparison, my life bar is probably four times the size of yours, and it still only takes the uh, final probably. boss like three, four hits to to kill me. And one of one of the times he, he'll go, it's this like combo that all he's doing is he's flicking the sword tip up and down, but it does so much massive damage it, if you aren't blocking or if, if you don't dodge away or past him. You're gonna die just instantaneously, and then he has two forms. So there's that, and in the middle of the second form, he interrupts it with uh, enemies that attack you, uh, but they're also part of his forms, I think. So I I don't know. Um, I haven't been able to get past like the the three quarter mark on that fight yet. Yeah. But I'm I've also gone through the entire game with an arcade stick even though that it does require the D-pad at times to select different weapons or to do different stuff in the, the menu. Hmm.
0: <coughs> yeah, because that's one of those things is that it's like, I keep using the swords. I have the bow shuriken, but I haven't properly figured out how to use them. It's like, I know I've seen the controls and I've thrown them accidentally, but I haven't figured out the, the, the
1: actual, like, you, you probably
0: call them and use them.
1: Yeah, honestly, you can That's use them fault. to to quickly take out an enemy or as a quick interrupt. That's about all they're good for. Ah, but if okay. uh, I use them as a quick interrupt, honestly, especially during boss fights, um, you can do some some heavy damage. Like if you want to interrupt them and then run up to them, it, it works really well. Okay, good to know then. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, started original Resident Evil over again today because i nice I, I i saw that they had a massive resident evil sale that like all the resident evils are on sale cheaper than i've ever seen them before and it, it's pretty much across all consoles until the 12th on steam and i think the 17th on on certain consoles but okay so yeah like what caused me to
0: which version of uh the resident evils are they are they the remastered versions the classics what are they
1: yeah, so it, it's actually it's the uh, it remastered now. versions. Um I downloaded the remastered 1 and 2, I think for or it was 0 and and the first one for I think set $5, $6. And then I downloaded uh it was it was another pack that had Revelations and Revelations 2 along with 5 and 6. Um for, I think, $30. And then I got Resident Evil uh, 2 and 3 Remake for like 20 or $30. That's not too bad. Yeah. So I, I got a boatload of games for like, I think it was about 75 bucks. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I can't look at
0: anything here on the store on the uh, Xbox app. So, oh, well. I believe you, though. But yeah,
1: we... Went through the first part of uh, Chris's story, like the first like hour, yeah. and saved one time and got outside, or it was just after I placed the, no, it was, I was further than the arrow. I was doing a bunch of other stuff inside and walked past a zombie and also did not have any healing items on me and died, so I'm back to like five oh, minutes no. after the beginning of the game. Um so that, that's awesome. But it saves me a bunch of daggers to restart because I I missed running past two zombies, so that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like
0: I wonder if the sales there just because of all the announcements for Resident Evil with the uh state of play uh just the other day. Was that the? Uh, I
1: imagine that's because be part RE4 of
0: it. is getting the remaster, which we knew was rumored, mm-hmm. and then Resident Evil Village is going to v- uh, PSVR2. So it's like, okay, are we going to like you know, is this tied in with it in some way or form? I mean, you've got enough hype for Resident Evil, but I mean, come on, you know, it's like, well, and there's enough out there. I've
1: been wanting to buy the the HD remaster or HD um, rendition of four for probably about a year and a half now a year, no about a year uh okay. since i built my 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 desktop computer and i couldn't pass it up on at this price that that was in the pack with uh, revelations as well was the uh resident evil 4 and i i've been wanting to play it again so bad and now was the time so especially after seeing that announcement <laughs> well that's nice then at least on that one i mean you know, you, but, you were able to
0: get those games that you'd been wanting, you know, for a while at least, but now you've um, now you've got them, and mm-hmm. I guess, you know, it's another thing for you to push through, unless you just decide to throw that aside, and it's like, hey, guess what? Time for Halo Infinite or Diablo Immortal. Right, right. Or something else. Um, I don't know. We got other games to play still, too.
1: <laughs> Last one, uh, before I get into the two that we've been really hitting hard... Um was uh, Fall Guys. I got addicted to that right before the... Of course, like um, two months before the announcement that it was going to be free, right, yeah. I picked it up for like <laughs> seven bucks. That's right. But I don't know. I got to go through a season. I know what's coming, you know, kind of uh, for the upcoming season. I'm really excited for you to get a chance to play it. I think we'll have some fun on that. And it, it's just a silly game show. And it, one of those things you can, can hop on, you can play like two or three runs and get your dailies done and and just have some fun and wind down with it to to get away from a different game for a minute yeah and that's you know
0: i like the success of fall guys again during the pandemic just like among us you know really took off um Mm -hmm. it's just interesting that that's the one that you've kind of gotten addicted to as of late though uh but Maybe that is just the case. It's just it is the replayability that you die, you can get back into another game, and you can get back into it faster than, say, something like queuing up in Halo Infinite or um, like a another Battle Royale game, even, for example. And you can just keep going and going and going.
1: Well, and there, there's a lot less frustration, I think. Of course, you know, you die over and over and over again in, yeah. a, in like Halo, because mm-hmm. uh, we've been playing tons of that, and it gets frustrating whereas you know if you get knocked out in a match um you're you're out you can hit the b button real quick after you're eliminated pop out of the match you get all your bonuses you, you for the round and then you can hop into another match in less than 30 seconds and you start your next run of matches so it it's fun it's just wacky and it, it's very low like I don't know. I, I wouldn't say low key. Like it's very simple. I uh, in comparison to like something like Halo, but still it can get frustrating, but to the same effect that yeah, I mean it's not not that same level of frustration. It's like okay, I'm just done, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, then on to the other two. Yeah. Of course, Halo, tons of that. God. I'm I'm halfway through. Uh, the the current season already um, actually just over halfway through. Um, you're more than halfway through, and Diablo, tons of Diablo Immortal. Um, since the launch just a couple days ago, I shouldn't yeah. say tons. I, it's I've only played been out a couple days, a few now. times. Yeah, because we got yeah. it on
0: mobile. Uh, and let's see. No, we both preloaded it through Battle.net, and then uh, it became available a day early on mobile, and then yeah we've been playing it you know off and on at least in the last couple days um but i was actually pre-registered for that for a year and a
1: half i think
0: yeah and man diablo immortal like i i played some genshin impact this uh earlier this year because i I Mm -hmm. just i grew curious about a lot of it because it's like okay this is super popular what is it that's driving people back into playing this uh, you know, to to have this. And the idea of the cross-progression by playing on your phone and playing on uh, your computer, you know, carrying over those stats without having to do any sort of voodoo magic to make it happen, that's just cool. You know, that's a great idea. The better part, though, is that what you're playing on PC, even though, granted, it's got the same microtransaction environment as it does on the phone, while you're playing on PC, the interface and the... Um, actions and things you're messing with only slightly resemble what you're doing on the mobile version, and so it it feels like you're you are playing the same game, but you're playing it like truly on two separate platforms. Though it's not like it's a cut and paste. Mm. However, Diablo Immortal, dear God, that is a cut and paste of the mobile oh, game yeah. to PC. I mean, there's some slight differences, but only ever slight. <laughs> Most of it's just in the settings like that's yeah. where most of it is but even so well, and just,
1: it's funny that you say yeah. settings because apparently there's an issue that you cannot change the settings on PC currently it's locked at a, at your mobile graphic settings
0: well okay so i'll counter that because i was able to do it The only problem, though... Oh, you were? Yeah, that was yesterday. The problem that I have with it, though, is that I can change my frame rate in the PC version. I can change it in the the mobile version, too, but it maxes out at 60. Um, But I can change the frame rate in the PC version. I can't change the resolution. And according to people on Reddit and on Twitter, it is stuck at um, 1080p and I can't get past it. I play on a 2K monitor and so I have it blown up to uh, 1920 by 1080 to to you know the 2560 by 1440 and it's it's definitely noticeable that there are some things that need to change and it's on the highest quality graphics it can be. It's like I can't make it any better than it is.
1: Right. So
0: but I mean like what what's your take on it though, especially as like I don't know how much time you've actually put into Diablo games though, but what like what's your take on at least this this part of the Diablo universe.
1: Um, it's a little weird, uh, especially with everyone wandering around in the same world simultaneously. Like it's a Warcraft type scenario world, you know, you, you can just walk in a town and there's 50 people, if you know, however many people are in that server are, and in that town, they're there and you can see every one of them as long as, you know, you're in the same instance or whatever. But, and that that's also led to some weird stuff when I'm out adventuring. I I actually encountered more of it today than I did last night when we were playing. Where I'd I'd walk up to a, a group of enemies, say, and start attacking them. And after <laughs> I killed them, they were still like doing their attack animations oh, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. like a that's person, right. yeah, or. Yeah, it was like the instance wasn't finished because there were too many people around me for it to, like, conclude the instance and then restart when I left. So it just continued the instance going even after, you know, it showed me killing, you know, X amount of people already. And then I picked up their crap and then I had started to kind of walk away. And I was like... Hey, what's going on over here? And, and <laughs> it came a, over and killed him and it was just like it was done at that. Yeah, point. it was like
0: because I hadn't killed because I was the party leader there that like it hadn't fully registered it. And the fact yeah, too it's like that there are so many people running around that it's a hub world effectively. It feels really weird to just like you go in and now here's all these people just standing around. It's like what is happening? I, I, it's it it's weird.
1: led to some interesting item farming though on on my end. Oh, I, I found, yeah. When okay. you when you're wandering around, if you kind of wander around next to people that are kind of on a mission or whatever, if they open a chest and you're nearby, it count it counts you oh, as being yeah. part of them opening the chest. I saw. So that, it'll give that you loot to too. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone's loot is, I think, or I'm fairly certain actually, is their own loot. So if you open a chest, you get loot, I get loot. You don't get to see my loot, and I don't get to see your loot, but it all spills out on our own screens. That's right. Yeah, I, I remember seeing
0: that happen before we started uh, recording here. Was that, yeah, is that I was logged in, and sure enough, it's like a random chest appeared. I think I took out, like, one enemy that was nearby, but it was some little, like like, no-level zombie that was just easy enough to take down. And, yeah, then this massive chest appeared. It's like, oh okay and then there was one spot i went to that just had random gold all over the ground yeah it was just it was just there it was like it was missed or something and i was like okay well hey free currency why not
1: right i i've also managed to worm myself into um like a, a back-to-back um mini boss fight of the same boss and which is great for my experience you know mm-hmm. and of course i they if there's any uh, random rare drops that they have, it it affords me the extra opportunity at whatever item they may have. But I, I don't know. I, it's been kind of weird mm-hmm. because because of that. I'll wander in, into an instance and wander back out of it just far enough that someone will be popping back into the instance and I'll just be like, okay, well, I'm going to bebop with them. <laughs> I'm going to join your crew here for a minute
0: to just go right? and get and, all that loot and then bye.
1: Yeah, I, I I double up on my loot. Sometimes I don't. I've noticed it I I don't know if it's a fix that they're working on right now or if it's just, you know, random uh occurrence or whatever, but the the loot has gone less and less uh since I've gone back to some of them. Um and I've I've only done it a few times, probably like a handful, but I've, I have been able to double up on some of those mini boss fights and some of those weird double instance situations or uh, tag teaming uh, someone else's chest just because I'm in, in the vicinity.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't fully experienced all of that yet, but really the only one was just that chest that, I, like I said, I got one enemy, there was another guy fighting some, there was the big chest that had appeared, and then just that random gold that was all over the ground. That was it. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I, there were some things I was expecting for Diablo Immortal that uh, I guess I haven't seen. And I like what surprised me first off was that it came to PC in the first place like that. Oh, we've got a PC entry oh, now. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, I wonder what they're gonna do with PC. And again, Genshin Impact stuff went through my mind. But it's a clone of what it is on mobile, like literally every single thing there. It even says like, tap to, ki- like tap to start as soon as you log in, like get the game running. On your PC. Yeah, if I was playing and on my
1: laptop, I could literally play with touchscreen. I know you could.
0: <laughs> uh, you really could. But then there was also, um, you know, it's that, and then it's also the level of microtransactions that hit you, too, right in the face. Oh, yeah. But it's, yeah. it is a mobile game, um, so it, it, it's unfortunately part of the – it's the nature of the beast.
1: I kind of figured the microtransactions were going to be there. And admittedly, I already dropped a dollar on the beginner's pack or whatever and got the extra skin. Yeah, I know. It, it it matched my outfit. Oh, God. Okay, It was like fine. a flaming scythe
0: thingy. No, sure. No, it's fine. That's whatever. You, you do what you want. <laughs> I don't care. It's your money. Uh, but, I mean... I think that's uh, I think that is a pretty good take on from both of us there on Diablo more. I'm gonna keep playing these yeah. through, but I di- what I did discover though at least is how to access my original copy uh, through battle.net of Diablo 2. the original Diablo 2 not the oh the no Master, way. but yes, I have my copy of the original Diablo 2 and Lord of Destruction, the expansion for it that I can download and play
1: oh awesome so
0: now you need to go find a copy of it and like original diablo 2 and then we can play (laughs) that instead because no microtransactions no hub world just good old-fashioned diablo
1: well i've got diablo 2 remastered um and i can flash back to the original graphics but i don't think it'll let me join original diablo 2 user unfortunately uh i don't know i
0: mean it's it shows up here in my list in battle.net under just like the classic games because i had to look it up because like i know i have it and it's like mm-hmm. here it is you know it's like there it is uh, diablo 2 and lord of destruction which is nice so it's at least there um right something i can go back and play i'm gonna probably download that sucker i'm excited to download that again
1: um yeah no i, I i've even played a little bit of diablo 2 i admittedly last night um I didn't mention it because uh, I didn't play nearly as much yeah. of it as I played Diablo Immortal. Even just today, and I only played Diablo Immortal in the car today, so I, it was like forty-five minutes. So
0: yeah, which means you're definitely probably way ahead of me then. So when we like party up, yeah. it's like or, or we try to play again here at some place. Like I am not
1: catch. that far i don't think i'm that far ahead of you because i i think our mission still is the same i just did three extra missions that got to that main objective because i i like i i think i'm at the mad king sarcophagus at, at this point yeah and
0: i did the mad i did the queen first and then um
1: uh-huh. I think we did the queen together, didn't we?
0: No, I did that one myself. Uh, oh, this, then maybe I did, maybe one, I did the king first. Because the I don't queen, know. yeah. Well, that was because uh, you had to go do the queen, and then you can't go do the king until the queen one is done. That's the one where it was like the crypt oh. that opens up, and you have to take down like the um, the necro the necromancer that looks like the grim reaper.
1: Okay, yeah, I took him out real quick. Yeah,
0: so that was the queen's grave that you had to go to.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, and I I just I'm I'm fairly certain I just finished this thing uh like finding the uh king's sarcophagus because I had to go knock over these like pillar things and then uh fight a uh blood golem and a uh stone golem I think. Uh one one was in front of each of the uh well only one the blood golem was in front of one and the stone golem was in front of the other and then you go over to the uh, Mad ki- or the King's crypt, and I just kind of had to get off at that point because we were at dinner. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, that's again—you still made at least more progress than I did. and Now it's like I've got to play catch up now. So m- maybe this is actually retribution for me being so far ahead in Halo Infinite's levels now, too, for the Season Two Battle Pass. <laughs> that's what it is. I figured out. You maybe. get so far ahead there. That's it. But hey, let's use that then to transition to uh, the other game we were playing then together was Halo Infinite. Yeah. So, oh man. God, season two, like it's right now. um, So in Halo Infinite itself, okay, because we just talked about stats for, um, uh, you know, for uh, Trek to Yomi. So total time in Halo Infinite that I've put in is five days, 12 hours and 52 minutes. Okay. That's the total amount of time that I've played this. Now I got to find you again. Uh let's see there's you on Xbox there's you again uh let's see there's Halo Infinite and you have played Really Kyle? What? 6 days and 45 minutes. You've played more hours than you've played like a whole oh let's see what was that 6 let's see 6 days 45 I think
1: there it measures some of that time though that um you've played potentially- a whole half a day ahead of me yeah, maybe I have. But you play I with think your that... brother, though, too, don't you? Uh, In the first season, I did. Um, And I, I did play a little bit by myself in first season. Uh, but there is also some of that time, I'm sure, that there's got to be at least an hour and a half that, that's just dead air of me leaving the menu open. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm guilty of that in all games. I just turn it on and walk off. Yeah, and I think the other part I have, though, too, is that
0: I've played through the entire campaign and I've progressed quite a bit through mm-hmm. the you know, achievement list and that too. Like I've got 93 of 119 achievements done. So, Oh wow. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, yeah. So on to Halo season two, um, but yeah, we've, we're over the halfway point on the season two battle pass. Now, yes, we paid for the battle pass. Don't care. Um, but the battle pass though itself, it's like, it's supposed to go all the way through November and we've already had what two in game events and mm-hmm. um, we've unlocked you unlocked all of the stuff for one event or at least um,
1: the first part of the event Yeah, yeah. this recent one, Oh, yeah. yeah that's
0: right and I did too I did finish it up there at the end finally um, but we did that and then uh, oh god what is it um, we did that and then we had this other event with the new land grab mode which I, I just I roll my eyes at that one all the time um, but we had all of that that we did, and yeah, we're already like three quarters of the way through the battle pass.
1: Yeah, it's... to the point where I'm I'm fairly certain if we only played on the days that were announced for the uh, the newest event, um, or the future days that were announced for the the event, mm-hmm. um, we could still make level one hundred and only be playing on those days.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> especially like. With all of the double XP's that we banked from, you know, like all of the uh, rock stars that, you know, we pulled the, them from. And then all of the other uh, double XP's that we had oh, yeah. after completing the battle pass.
1: Well, and I, I didn't even have double XP's left, you know, for this season. I, I just, I'm sitting on probably still right now 50 uh, XP or uh, 50 challenge swaps.
0: Oh, yeah. See, I burned through all of mine, so... But it was the double yeah, XP no, that I've been—I've been, I've been try, Like I've got, I think, like eight or nine left.
1: Oh yeah, no, I—I I burned through those like instantaneously. I was like, I need to catch Travis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, now it's like I don't have a battle pass to burn on on Diablo that, or at least one that I want to pay for to go and try to catch up to you there. So right, there, there's our there's our other trade off. But I, I'm Halo Infinite is is such an interesting. Game in the sense of like what the greater Halo universe is is that we're still we still don't have uh we still have Forge we still don't have campaign co-op we um you know the amount of maps that we have hasn't grown as much um you know they added two new maps with season two but then
1: gameplay mode growth has been
0: gameplay mode has been yeah because it's like there are community made. Maps or community made things, but it's not as involved and not as, um, not as, uh, like in your face as it is in like Halo Master Chief Collection or even before Master Chief Collection existed, like the previous, uh, original releases of the Halo games. So, mm-hmm. with all of that, and then of course the fact that we haven't had any mention of DLC for the campaign, a lot of the story stuff is really being written right now for the. The battle pass or at least the seasons that they're having um it's so interesting like to see what's happening with halo right now
1: oh yeah and you know i, I mean i i think that the biggest thing everyone's waiting to see at this point is forge mode i mean don't get me wrong yeah. uh co-op campaign is going to be a big thing, but at this point especially with the uh, lack of maps and game modes, I think the uh, next big step for for Halo is going to be Forge mode. If they can get that out, I I think it would put less pressure on them to put out the co-op campaign even though they have a lot of people chomping at the bit, but it gives at least it it, it gives us as the user more uh, options of of what to do what to play and you know custom game modes to create
0: yeah especially like with the potential to get back to some of those community maps anyway like uh i mean Mm -hmm. i know the one that's been talked about quite a bit from people is like seeing griff ball make a return in infinite because that's just one that was part of the regular playlist that you could hop in and play um and it's it's no like it's not short of being fun Um, I think a good example of like how Griff ball will definitely like feel in this is just like the match we had a couple nights ago where we were playing on that new, um, the, um, ship decommissioning yard, uh, map. I can't remember the name of it, but, uh, we were doing, uh, Oh God, what's the name of the mode? Um, it's not land grab, but it's the big team battle, um, mode the the territory oh, domination Dom- yeah which uh, yeah um so anyway yeah we're in that tunnel underneath you know and all three points are in that same tunnel and just the amount of chaos going back and forth that we can't oh, capture like yeah. the three points and the other team can't either but the amount of damage and chaos that we were all causing in there because of it that that's the type of chaos i was looking for and that's why i think when griff ball returns it's going to be monumental with us, see it come back or at least see even variants of it because of the rumor of how big Forge mode is going to be, or at least how detailed Forge mode is going to be. Hell, one person on Twitter actually even put out that an, a great idea for Griffball ball is that someone needs to do it when Forge comes out is to make a stadium and put Marines on one side of the stadium and grunts on the other side of the stadium. And if you can get them to animate and uh, cheer and all that while you're like, while you actually play Griffball, ball. That would be pretty slick. You know, just actually that, have that, would be that cool. dynamicness, like you know, or that dynamic side, like you you hit someone carrying the ball and they, you know, they go down, and you get the cheers from one side or the other.
1: You know, it's even just if it awesome. was just like a small gathering of each of the forces, you know. Yeah. It would just at the end of each of the, the things, even even if it was just something small like that, it, it would be super would be awesome. Cool just to throw something in like I, that. I'd
0: be all for it, especially, yeah. Uh but I guess what's really hitting me, though, more with the Halo stuff than anything, is the fact that campaign co-op isn't there. Because I, I'm getting the itch to restart the campaign because I didn't get all the skulls and the I first time even around. Yeah, it. like I didn't get all the skulls the first time around. I have some of them, but at the same time, I, when I do campaign co-op, I usually go up to the next difficulty. I play normal, like I was talking about with Trek to Yomi. I play normal because I want to enjoy the experience and I want to be able mm-hmm. to enjoy the game with you know your your general sense of difficulty. But for going up to Hardcore and Legendary, that's where it's like I'd want to play with someone else, and that's why I'm bummed, because i want to play Campaign Co-op with you. And we can't right now, because it's still not there. A mainstay of the game is still not there, but it looks like it's getting close. And we've only got about two months to go until it's supposed to be out. Only. Only. Oh, man. I mean, Halo still at least just keeps dragging us in. I mean, it's not a bad game, but there are definitely moments where we're just ready to flip our keyboards and say screw this and go play something else right which is funny to say because I mean you talked about two games we've been playing together was Diablo Immortal and uh, Halo Infinite but I'm gonna throw a third one in there and that's Fortnite because for some reason we've decided that oh, Fortnite yeah. is our um, we're sick and tired of playing Halo Infinite so we're gonna go play Fortnite and we do better in Fortnite than we do in <laughs> Halo Infinite sometimes
1: I, ironically the the one game that I've talked about the absolute most shit on and it it's just oh yeah. It seems to be one that we're we're actually decent at, which is yeah. ironic. I mean just the other night we pulled uh two victories yeah and back to back. And
0: it's funny because like I like I was telling my wife, it's like, yeah, Kyle's making me install Fortnite because you had brought it up. Um, you know, which was just joking on that one anyway, you know, because like, oh yeah, Kyle said he wants me to install Fortnite. So I guess I'm going to do that. And my wife gives me this glare. It's like, you tell the kids how many times about avoiding Fortnite and playing Fortnite and all this (laughs) and and the chaos that game brings in. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. But I'm not playing the, the build mode version where it's, you're literally running around in the battle royale and building towers out of stuff and have to collect the resources. No, I'm playing a new mode called no build mode, which basically just makes the game a standard battle royale, you just run around collect weapons and just kill people. It's like, that's all I'm doing here. But then of course, after I tell her that anyway, the next day she goes and talks to the kids and then it's just getting ribbing from the kids about um, playing Fortnite. It's like, dad, come on. You were telling us not to now here you are. It's like, I know, (laughs) I know, I know. And I'm pretty okay at it. At least in no. Do as I
1: say, not as I do. Yeah. Do (laughs) as I say, not as I do.
0: Yeah. Do not use me as your example for a few of those things. Some things. Yes. But when it comes to Fortnite, probably not. So, uh yeah, but it's just funny cuz that's become our fallback game when we get pissed off at uh at Halo.
1: Yeah. I don't know why, but it I don't know. I I feel like it it it's definitely I you look at games like uh PUBG or or uh Warzone and it it it's a lot more simplistic. As far as it goes, you know, you don't have to worry about all the different weapons and all the different attachments and stuff. It's like there's an assault rifle, there's two different ones, there's also a burst assault rifle, and that that's it, you know. And then there's like two submachine guns and there's two pistols, and that that's it. You don't have to worry about all this extra crap. And, you know, when you're not having to worry about you know lunatics building giant oh, yeah. towers you, you know it being crazy it it's very low impact compared to to some of the more hardcore battle royales and i think that's why it, it's easier for me to play that one and just be like okay oh, yeah, it's 100%. good to chill and do do
0: this 100 yeah. that's that's exactly the way i am with it too is that there is some difficulty to it but i don't feel like i'm burned out by it when I'm playing it sometimes because, yeah, the, the lack of yeah. building really helps. uh, But, yeah, I mean, out of the games that we were playing there uh, together... um, <laughs> It
1: has led to some absolute confusion for me, I'll tell you what. Just some of the stuff I <laughs> oh, see in that my game, God. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, especially, <laughs> like, it's like, I spend a lot of
0: time on TikTok, unfortunately, and, and a lot of the music that's in TikTok anyway, at least, like, the popular ones are now, like... Dances and, and the things in, in Fortnite, it's like it is just is there some like 12 year old that's just scrolling through TikTok and is like pressing a green button when hearing a good song or seeing a good dance, then hitting a red button when seeing something negative, and that's what's driving the actual changes in Fortnite? Because I'd believe it if that was the case. Oh yeah. I really would. It's a caffeinated 12 year old, like over caffeinated, excuse me. Yeah. So yeah, but uh besides those few games we were playing, um separate for at least me, um I already talked about Trek to Yomi. Uh but uh the first one has been Apex Legends Mobile. And I know you have that on your phone, right? But you haven't really played much of it.
1: I've neglected to play it yet, so. Well, I will yeah, say for unfortunately. the I
0: will say for the size of my screen thanks to um you know, thanks to the fact that it's an iPhone and, and you know, I've got these massive hands, uh, I feel like I'm going to get carpal tunnel from playing this, uh, that I'm going to develop <laughs> even more arthritis than I probably already have developing now from playing games and, and keyboard mouse stuff all over the years. Uh, but it's not bad, though, at least in the sense of, of a mobile game. And outside, again, just like any mobile game, it's the microtransactions that sometimes kick the crap out of you. But this one has a little bit in your face. Like there's one pop-up that comes up as soon as you boot into the game that says, you know, go spend the money on the the Apex coins here in the game for, for this much. And then you dismiss that. And that's really the only thing about um, the microtransaction stuff that's right in your face, other than like all the other menus you can go through to the shop or wherever else. Um, but the game, it's just exactly like one-for-one one with uh, with Apex Legends on the computer or on console. Uh, the only difference is that they don't have every character from the game in there they're uh, uh, mm-hmm. they've got I'd say about maybe half of them and they have one that's exclusive to mobile so uh, they've got that and then um, a lot of the stuff that you're doing in there too especially is auto pickup based. So you run around and you're while you're still looking for weapons ammo armor uh, shield batteries, shield cells, uh, backpacks, what have you, you are, uh able to just run by that stuff and pick it up and the game will determine what's the best for you based on what you have so if you have a weapon that can use this scope well it'll automatically pick it up and and attach it to your weapon um if you have that's um, handy yeah it's like if you're in level two armor but there's level three armor when you open up this uh the supply crate here it will have um it will automatically apply it to you. And the same, of course, as you're going through and uh, pa- like passing by healing items, it will just start picking up those healing items as long as you have space in your inventory for them. Same with ammo, all that. Um, but it, it plays great. It actually feels good. Um, the only problems I have with it, of course, is because it is a touchscreen and I don't, you know, like on a console, like playing with a controller, you actually have your triggers to shoot while you're moving around it gets really weird to move around and try to shoot at the same time, especially because what you're having to do is kind of like aim yourself just right. And then strafe left and right while shooting, you know, like yeah. with, the, with the touch controls, if I paired my controller to it, which it supports it'd probably be okay. And I can get past that as it stands right now. Eh, you know, I can, I can kind of deal with it cause I've done okay. And out of every game I've played on there so far, uh, I don't know how many games I'm in, but I've only lost two matches. In there i've been able to oh, be wow. apex, champion, uh, apex champion in all of them save for two which is all right that's, that's
1: i wonder fun. though if if that's partially because there's bots or if you're just really that good
0: well when i look at like some of the games like PUBG mobile for example where it, it seems like people got really good really quick at that game a lot of it was because they figured out how to emulate the game onto say like PC or they've interfaced a keyboard and mouse into mm. their mobile device.
1: <coughs> yeah. And I know so, early on there were some like, uh, Twitch streamers and stuff that got in trouble for like, they got hard banned uh, while they were live on Twitch stream for using keyboard and mouse and yeah, stuff on, exactly. on, on mobile versions of the, the game. So
0: Yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's where like my concern is coming up here soon is that that's going to be like that. So I think the reason why I have been so successful, at least so far, is it might be a lower rank thing, but it also could be the same problem I run into with, uh, the adaptability to the touch controls and trying to get yourself lined up in the right spot to, uh, Mm. to be successful, to cause damage, to, to take down enemies. Um, the mapping isn't bad to say. It's just it's using touch controls is really what drives everything crazy. So I'll have to try right. it paired up with a controller. But it's definitely not bad. Um, and I think out of like the battle royale games out there, because I did play PUBG Mobile too for a while, um, I actually enjoy this one quite a bit more. Nice. So, it's nice. Uh,
1: it would be definitely gonna have to try it out. I need to try it out. Bad. Yeah.
0: And if you link your EA account to it, while there's no cross progression in any of it. Um, you are able to um, unlock some stuff if you do link up your account. It's the same way with Diablo Immortal where you sign in with your battle.net account and get the cross progression. You also get some rewards for linking them too. Yeah so yeah, that's another thing. Uh, but last thing on the game list though for me, uh, and this was last uh, this was actually last night uh, was Valheim. So uh, my kid is playing Valheim and or got back into it and started up a new world and got uh past mm-hmm. the second boss, the elder, and uh reached a point where in the game they just they got stuck in a bad spot. Basically, uh you remember in Valheim the Death Skeetos when you'd get into like the uh the plains? Did you ever run across Death Skeetos?
1: You know, I, I don't think I don't think I ever actually beat the Elder. Oh, okay. Or if I did, we didn't get past, you know, after finishing the the first the, or fighting the elders, so. okay.
0: Well, so these yeah. so these little bugs here. I mean, you, they float around. And you think, oh, they're not going to do much to you. Well, they're called death Skeetos for a reason, Kyle. And mm-hmm. these death Skeetos, um, uh, unless you have a ranged weapon or you have enough armor or even a shield to help keep you, uh, uh keep you protected, um you're going to die probably really quick. And that's what was happening to my kid is that they're going into the plains like just after getting the elder because they need to go put the elder's uh, mount back up over at the, the shrine to unlock the ability. And they couldn't because those deskitos kept killing them. And then also mobs of oh, the, uh, the gray beards or the gray dwarves, whatever they are, kept on just yeah. like mauling them. They couldn't stop. So the last time I played Valheim We had already had all the, like, uh, this was with another set of friends of mine from work. We had beaten all of the bosses. We had already had, like, unlocked some higher-tier armor. We had made up a bunch of, like, higher-tier food that gives you, like, a lot of stamina and health. And so my kid asked me for help, and I sign in. But I sign in with all of this, like, like top-tier loot that they haven't even unlocked yet in their world, that they're not (laughs) even close to. And so here I come, you know, to save the day— but they're in such an awkward position. It's like, oh, well, you need to make a boat to get to me. Well, okay, I see. I need to make a boat then. You know, it's like, okay, well, I got all the materials here, so I got to go do that and figure out like how to play Valheim again because it's been a year. But I, uh, I have to go and rescue them effectively. I don't die, thankfully, you know, or lose any of my stuff. I come like, pretty close, um, but I had to go. I had to go save them. And that was by far one of the more interesting things I had to go do, um, at least to get them back to a safe spot. Uh, But what we've decided on at least now, though, is that because I have Valheim and he has Valheim, uh, probably going to end up buying it for one of the other kids too and then make up a home server for all of us to play on here again and start over from the beginning because they've added quite a bit since the last time I actually sat down and and played. I think the last time Mm – I was telling my kid this too earlier – was. The last time I played was um before the first expansion. It was the one before the expansion where they added in a lot more of like the, the design and decoration type stuff. I can't remember the name of the actual expansion. But uh yeah, it was just before they added that. So mm-hmm. I need there's a lot I need to do again and start over with again. But Man, and that's something, I mean, I know you have Valheim, so you're more than welcome to join in, too. I'll just have to drop you, you know, IP details <laughs> and that to join in, but, man.
1: Oh, heck yeah, I'm always oh, down for some Valheim.
0: Yeah, it was, that was interesting to go back in and play again. And then, of course, talking about the things they haven't encountered yet, like the uh, sea serpents as well. That's uh, That'll be one that uh, for all of you guys to see, especially when they come charging at your oh, boat, and yeah. it's not fast enough. So...
1: Yeah, <laughs> not looking forward to the sea serpents. Yeah, uh,
0: it's uh, th- they were they were a problem. The death mosquitoes, though, especially too. Like just when you see them, but when they do die, they do drop needles, and you can turn those into some pretty powerful arrows too. So nice, keep that in mind. But that's all we've been playing as of late. I think, right? I think so. Yeah. Well. I think that's probably a good place to wrap it up, don't you think, Kyle? Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Well, this is probably our longest one in a long time. This is our
0: longest one. I think for the 180th episode after three years of doing this, I think it's warranted. We've earned it. We have earned it, especially, yeah. So, (laughs) of course, let's go ahead and end the 180th episode here on our three-year anniversary by saying, of course, thank you so much for three years of support. Three, thank you so much for three years of listening to us, watching our videos, uh, subscribing to our content, doing all of the things that you've been doing to help us continue along as we continue to provide you some type of entertainment or information. And we hope to continue carrying this on, of course, as we go into the rest of 2022 and into 2023. Uh, with that, of course, though. Uh, be sure if you haven't subscribed to us yet, and somehow you are still listening to us, uh, hey, that's still awesome. Be sure to subscribe to us, though, on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Of course, you can find us on our homepage, anchor.fm slash the npc podcast uh, Go and look for the podcast platform that you do use on there, or go search on that podcast platform. We're on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. Uh, one of the more popular ones, according to our statistics here right now, is a platform called uh what is it podcast addict and that one's been more popular as of late so that's a good app maybe to go check out maybe pull that one in and go give us a try on that Uh, of course with youtube as well here too be sure to hit that subscribe button and of course follow us on social media for when we do make the occasional post there too but with that everybody that is it for this week's uh npcs episode again Thank you so much, everybody, for three years. It's been fun. It's been interesting. And there's still more to come from us. So we'll catch you all in the next one. Laters.